Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday morning at 10 a.m., which means it is time for Buccaneers Insider Live presented by Miller Lite. Casey Phillips here with senior writer and editor Scott Smith. And as always, this is where we answer all of your questions. So if you're not already watching over there, you can head to the Buccaneers Facebook page. And underneath the live video of this in the comment section, that is where I will find all of the questions to answer. So as we give people a chance to head on over there and start asking their questions, uh, first, let's just start with some of the big takeaways uh, from this last week's game for you and, and looking at what this is going to mean for, for this Buccaneers team moving forward. Well, for one thing, the Bucs got off to a fast start on both sides of the ball, and that has always been uh, really a harbinger of good things for the Buccaneers. In some of the games that they've lost or had to struggle to the end to win, it's because they got in a bit of a hole early on, on both sides of the ball. So it was really good to see uh, the Buccaneers shut down that rushing attack for the Eagles early on to shut down Jalen Hurts trying to run the ball early on and uh, some big plays by Jordan Whitehead that against the run uh, that really shut down a couple of their early drives and, and it appeared as if the returns of Levante David and Shaq Barrett made a big difference but on offense the thing that stands out the most is in a season in which Tom Brady has completely adjusted his game uh, compared to last year when he really was one of the league leaders in throwing the ball downfield uh, the, the opposing defenses are trying to take that away and he has accepted that and just takes what is given in a season when he's been doing that all along last week's game was the quickest average release for him of all year 2.17 seconds to get rid of the ball uh, one of the fastest release games of the entire year in the NFL and it's just because that's what they were given and it was working and it worked and also with Tristan Wirfs going down and a little bit of a Ryan Jensen scare and Josh Wells hobbling around out there. It just made sense to get rid of the ball quickly, but that can make sense, but still not work. But Tom Brady made it work. And, and uh, it just shows you that with Tom Brady there, you got a chance against any defensive scheme. And of course, I know a huge percentage of our questions are going to be about those guys that you mentioned and the health of the offensive line overall, but then even some other guys that we're unsure of. So overall, I know we have not gotten our first injury report of the week, but what is the current situation of what you think we might know and when? Yeah, we've talked about before the timing of this particular show does not lend itself to answering these questions with much authority. Uh, we really are at this point, even if this was later on Wednesday, the way they're doing things now, Wednesday practices are just walkthroughs so uh, you can't really you don't really get much evidence until Thursday but coach Arians on Monday said it would probably be Friday before we have a good feel for guys like Tristan Wirfs and Ryan Jensen and Josh Wells and then whether guys like Leonard Fournette are going to come back or Ronald Jones uh, so it seemed like Leonard Fournette was close last week and it was a bit surprising that he didn't make it but coach has since said that he just hasn't been able to open it up all the way. So he's still feeling that hamstring when he tries to go at top speed and he's not going to play until that's not the case anymore. Hopefully that's the case by the end of this week, but we don't know. And then Tristan Wirfs was in a boot uh, for his injured ankle to start the week, which I can't say that feels like a good sign, but uh, he's a tough guy, as coach said, and he's, he's going to want to play. And he's our, he's our one all pro first team, all pro on this team. So it's, it'd be a tough guy to be without. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, related to that, Jerome asked, uh, who do you think needs to step up most this week on offense? Well, uh, some of that's going to depend on the answers to the questions that I just couldn't answer. You know, uh, it would be Josh Wells probably um, if Tristan Wirfs can't go. And if for some reason Josh Wells is unavailable, then coach said the, uh, the solution would be to move Alex Kappa from right guard to right tackle. And he did play tackle in college, but it was division two. 
and then put Aaron Stinney in. So if that happens, then it's those two guys. Uh, otherwise, it's just the same. It's really the same guys. It's where we are now. Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski are the focal points of this offense at this point. And uh, I'm not worried about them stepping up. They, they're, they've been answering the bell. So, but it's those guys, again, you know, you're getting a little, you're getting something out of Tyler Johnson and you're getting something out of Brashad Perryman and Scotty Miller, but the main guys are Mike and Rob. And, and that's where we are right now. Okay. And then uh, Michael had asked, with the Rams having to travel a long way on a short week, how much of an advantage do you see that being? It always feels like it, but I mean, I don't know, probably not a ton. I, if we were going there, I wouldn't feel like we were at a disadvantage for crossing the country in a somewhat short week. It's not that short of a week. Uh, I don't know, hopefully something, but I wouldn't put much stock into that. And then um, our next one was from Jose. He asked, what do you think are the biggest keys to beating the Rams? Well, you need to get pressure on Matt Stafford without blitzing. Matt Stafford's numbers against the blitz are off the charts this year. If you try to blitz him, do so at your own peril. And, you know, Todd Bowles does like the blitz, but he also knows what he's up against. And in some games, he dials that back. And I would guess that you would have to dial it back in this one. So can those guys up front get more pressure? They really did not generate a ton of pressure on Jalen Hurts in the last game. And, and we, we haven't seen one of these big, total awesome pressure games since week 16 at Carolina. And the Panthers had a really beat up offensive line at that point. So getting some more pressure from those guys up front, I think is probably the key on defense. And then it's the same thing on offense is just keeping Tom Brady clean because boy, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, who's getting, who's heating up again and Leonard Floyd, that is a tough trio to stop. Now the Bucks have the best offensive line by the numbers, at least in three pro bowlers in the league, if they're healthy. So it's a good challenge. It's, it's a nice matchup, but yeah, giving Tom Brady a clean pocket would be probably the key on offense. Yeah. And related to that, uh, I saw a few people were asking about the different potential combinations. If just Wirfs is out, if just Jensen's out, if both of them are out and, and who are all the different guys that might get moved around where it is less of a, this guy goes in for this guy and more of a, you know, we're going to just kind of rethink the combinations on the O-line overall. Well, it, it, like you said, it depends on who's out. If, if both Jensen and Worfs are out, then you're you're mixing a lot. I mean, if Josh Wells can play, he's the, the right tackle. Uh, I don't know. On the depth chart, rookie Robert Hainsey is the second center, but I think it's more likely that they would move Ali Marpet to center. Obviously, he has plenty of experience there. And then put Aaron Stenny in at left guard. Um, but as you start to add those guys together, if you have several guys out, then the plans change quite a bit. As I mentioned before, if Josh Wells and Tristan Wirfs are out, then Alex Kappa is probably your right tackle and Stenny's your right guard. And if Ryan Jensen is also out, I mean, this is the doomsday scenario we're talking about right now, which I hope isn't the case. But if all three of those guys are out, then you're you're going to then you're probably going to a Robert Hainsey or Nick Leverett. And, and, you know, they have confidence in those guys but they clearly don't have a ton of experience. So it's not ideal going into the divisional playoff round. Okay. And then uh, next up, Bruno asked, uh, Gio ran really well this last week. Do you see us sticking with him, even if Lenny or Rojo is back? And he also said greetings from Sao Paulo. Oh, wait, what was the name? Bruno. Bruno. Okay. We have a, con we have a frequent um, uh, contributor of questions on our Salty Dogs podcast from Sao Paulo but his name is Alexander. So I guess this is another fan. from. You South need to Paulo. tell them to find each other and go hang out and talk Buccaneers things. And we are taking over in Brazil. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for the question. Uh, and I forgot it. 
Oh, if uh, Gio will. Um, okay, Gio. Yeah, sticking <laughs> with them, even if uh, Lenny or Rojo's back. Gio would, Gio would great. Now, if Leonard is back, uh, no, I don't think that Gio gets a ton of carries because if Leonard's back in full go, it was really working well with him as your primary primary running back and ball carrier and back out of the backfield. But yeah, and, and then you still have Keyshawn Vaughn, who also has looked pretty good in the last couple of weeks. So the pieces of the pie start to get a little bit smaller. But if it, it is it does give you a lot of confidence if Leonard can't go and if Rojo isn't back, that Gio really can provide for you both in the passing game, which we knew, but also running the ball. So I thought that was a, a very uh, inspiring thing from the last game to see that he could do that, especially because a lot of the times when he was getting the ball, the, the Eagles knew we were running it because we were just most of the second half, we were just trying to run out the clock. So it, it was, it was a pretty good job. Yeah. I, I like the question and I, I would like to see more of Gio, but if Leonard and or Rojo are back, there isn't a whole lot to go around. Okay. And then uh, Esai had asked, uh, do you think Shaq and JPP's snap counts go up this week, or are we going to keep a little bit more of that rotation with the younger players? I think it would go up a little bit because th those two guys in Levante, they had on what they like to call a pitch count a little bit as much as they could to try to ease them back into action and, and not overdo it. And then maybe have a setback or make it worse for this week. So, uh, but I do think that th their snaps are going to rise as the bucks keep playing. Uh, but it is good to see uh, Anthony Nelson and Joe Triantrinka making a little bit of an impact because you do want that deeper rotation so you can keep everybody fresh during the game. So I would expect that their snap counts will go up, but maybe not to the point that they were prior to both players getting injured. Remember, those two guys, Shaq and JPP, like to be on the field like 80, 85% of the time. And it's probably not going to go back to those levels quite yet. All right, then we'll close with this. Uh, a couple of people had asked why we have not seen more of Le'Veon Bell being used, uh, even when there were some injuries to guys like Lenny and Fournette. So um, what do you think about the chances of how often we see him moving forward or why they maybe haven't used him more in the last game or so? Well, I just think they were satisfied with what they were getting from Keyshawn Vaughn and Giovanni Bernard. Had either of those guys not performed well, then I think you would have gotten hurt. Then I think you would have seen Le'Veon, but there just wasn't a need. And that need will probably get even less when and if we get guys like Leonard and Rojo back. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us on this edition of Buccaneers Insider Live presented by Miller Lite. Thank you guys, as always, for those amazing questions. And we will be back here next week, hopefully talking about the Bucks advancing to the next round. We'll see you then. <laughs>